Senator Dorgan, welcome to Point of View. It's great to have you. Thank in you very studio, much. Sir. Nice to be here. I know you've been writing a lot about putting some things out about health care, so we'll get to that in a moment. But we've got to start with the topic that's taken all the air out of the oxygen out of the room, this Kavanaugh confirmation mm -hmm. process. You've placed several of these votes, if I remember correctly, for Supreme Court justices. This has been a heated debate. Senator Heitkamp right now in a very tight U.S. Senate race. Does she vote yay or nay on Judge Kavanaugh? Well, that's up to her, but I, I won't speculate on what uh, Senator Heitkamp is going to do. I voted for six of the current Supreme Court justices while I was a senator. And, uh, you know, each of those votes are consequential because these are people that are going to move to the Supreme Court and they will be there for a lifetime. And um, so you want to get it right. I, I voted six times. I uh, voted against one, voted four or five, but you know, you, it seems to me you pick and choose and uh, take a look at the entire record they've compiled and then make a judgment about it. So if you were to coach Senator Heitkamp, what would you tell her to do? I mean, and I say that only because there's a poll that 68% of North Dakotans say, yes, we want Kavanaugh confirmed. So she either chooses her constituents or many people would say she's going to choose Chuck Schumer. Yeah, I don't know when that poll was taken. A lot has happened in the last two weeks, as you know. Uh, I, I think it's really important uh, to att attempt to find out through investigation and through inquiry what the facts are about the allegations that have been made and then make a judgment. Uh, uh, clearly, uh, Kavanaugh has a very substantial <coughs> record. There's no question about that. Uh, but these allegations, I think, also deserve to be, uh, to be responded to and investigated and then, then make a judgment. Are they allegations that are without foundation or are they real allegations? Because there's a difference and, and it would make a difference in terms of how I would vote if I felt that the allegations uh, after an exploration were, were allegations that seemed to be true. So let me ask you this, so why, if that's the case, then why didn't Senator <laughs> Dianne Feinstein this woman says she wanted to be uh, not revealed, wanted to be, remain anonymous, and then holds on to this letter for months. The Senate Judiciary Committee had Judge Kavanaugh in a meeting under the perjury of felony, uh, and not one Democrat showed up to that meeting within the Judiciary Committee. Yeah. So it seems that this is a stall tactic, and they're not even certain. Diane Feinstein <laughs> herself said, we're not even certain if this story is real. I, well, I can't answer for Diane Feinstein. I don't think it's a stall tactic when someone, and I, by the way, I can't but then conceive, why did you wait? Well, I can't conceive of any circumstance where someone would decide that I want to put myself, a woman now, would, I want to put myself in that position of alleging a sexual assault in a circumstance where you, you're in the middle of the Klieg lights and having to testify. Uh, you know, I understand why she wanted to make this known from her perspective and probably didn't want it to be something that would, she, would have her being called to the Judiciary Committee, very much like Anita Hill was. But um, whatever the circumstance, if this is a, a situation where a woman was uh, the victim of an attempted sexual assault, we need to know that. We should know that. Does that preclude him from being a Supreme Court justice? Uh, let's, let's find out what the facts are and then make a judgment. I, I wouldn't make judgments about uh, anything at this point except there ought to be a full investigation. And it's not about stalling. It's about, you know, and, and I might say to you, uh, stalling is when... Senator McConnell says to President Obama, yes, you've made a nomination, but that person will never get a vote and will never get meetings. That's stalling, right? But when, when someone is suggesting there's a sexual assault, a woman is making that allegation, get to the bottom of it and then, you know, to the extent that you can and then move on. So what would it take to get to the bottom of it, in your opinion? I think they should ask the FBI to look into it and so, find out, is there anything that would corroborate anything? And, and then um, move from there. But again, under the, the penalty of felony, 
uh, Mark Judge says, I have no idea what she's talking about. We never had that party. Not one witness can corroborate the story. And even Joe Biden in 1991 said, the next person that refers to an FBI report does not understand anything. The FBI does not reach a conclusion, period. Yeah, I don't think Mark Judge did anything under the penalties of perjury. He, he has not no, I'm suggesting that he sent in a letter sent under a letter. the he, penalty of felony saying, hey, I'm, I'm submitting this document so that if yeah. it's proven that I'm wrong, the smart thing would be for the committee to call the third person that was in that room. That's uh, Mark Judge. That's right, and the, the committee should call Mark Judge. But, you know, why would the committee not want to know everything there is to know about an alleged sexual assault? And then once they know all they, they believe they can know, move on and make a judgment. Do you believe Dr. Ford? I, you know, I want to hear Dr. Ford, and I want to hear uh, Mr. Kavanaugh's response tomorrow, and then I'll make a judgment about what I believe. I, I, it's hard for me to conceive of someone uh, wanting to come forward with, with a bogus allegation of sexual assault. I mean, it's hard for me to conceive anybody that would do that. There's nothing in her, in what anybody knows about her that would suggest she would do that uh, if it weren't true. But, I, but look, let's have both of them come before the committee. I think the committee should call others. I think Mr. Judge should be there as well under oath. And then once the committee knows what I believe it should know, and that is to attempt to find out, did this alleged sexual assault really happen? Once it knows the yes or no on that to the extent they can discern it, then make a judgment about whether they want to put them on the court for a lifetime. What do you think you're really going to find out, though, after a 35-year incident with an FBI investigation? Well, if we knew that, we wouldn't need an investigation. I'm not following. Well, if, if we knew what we were going to find out, we wouldn't need to have an investigation. What you may find out is... Uh, there are people out there that can corroborate one thing or another, either supporting Mr. Kavanaugh or supporting uh, uh, <clears throat> Mrs. Ford. But I don't know. I mean, I, th I think, but you, I, I know that you will not get the answers unless you have an investigation. So do you hold the same standard then for Keith Ellison? He's the co-chair of the entire <laughs> DNC party. There's two allegations against him. One's in a doctor report. There's a 911 report. Should there be an FBI investigation into Keith Ellison? There ought to be a full investigation into any allegation of sexual assault uh, that is made, uh, particularly against a politician, but against any, I mean, anytime there's an allegation like this, I, I'm so tired of hearing suggestions, and I heard it, I think, on, even on your show from Congressman Kramer, just say, well, you know, she was 16 or she was 15, she was at a party, she was drinking. Uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, the fact is it wasn't a successful assault. I mean, I'm so sick and tired of people sort of passing off victims uh, by saying maybe they were at fault, maybe they're liars, maybe they're this, maybe they're that. And that's why a lot of women don't come forward, I think. It's, it's interesting to me. Th think for a moment, Chris, about how long it has taken, in many cases, decades and decades and decades for, uh, for young men to come forward in the Catholic Church to say I was abused. And I was abused long ago. And I was abused in a way that has affected my life forever. And somehow I never felt that I could, that I could talk to anybody about it. I lived with this shame forever. Think of that. And, and then, you know, ask, is it reasonable that maybe there's somebody out there that has been the victim of a sexual assault that waited many, many years to finally make it known in a circumstance where they felt they should? I don't know. But you know what? You don't know and I don't know. That right. marries the two of us in terms of knowledge. So the best thing would be for Senator Grassley and Senator McConnell, the Republicans and Democrats, to say, let's find out everything we can know, and then let's make an informed judgment about something that's very important. This is not just some sort of passing 
vote. This is about right. putting someone on the Supreme Court for a lifetime. I'd like them to get this right. Let me ask you this question. Yes. You've met with many of these Supreme Court justices in the past, one-on-one. -on -one. Does Dianne Feinstein have a responsibility <laughs> to even keep her anonymous in that one-on-one -on -one meeting and say, hey, look, have you had any sort of sexual assault situation in the past? Yeah, I mean, I'm just not going to speak for Diane because I don't know what Diane did or didn't do. I'm asking you, you six of these. <clears throat> I'm asking you, if you were in her shoes and you knew you had this letter, this is a person that could potentially be in the Supreme Court, the Republicans have the votes, would you have brought that up I, and should I, you have brought I, that up? I, I, I would have asked the question, sure. Okay. No, no, that's